It's a button. Oh, the button. burgers with the boys. Burgers with the boys. Who are it's the boys? That's Brandon, my chicken noodle soup. Ooh. Um, now I need to get paper before Brandon blows a freaking gasket. Oh. <laughs> um, so okay, backstory. So I just said Matt should get a piece of paper, and now he's yes. freaking out. So This was pre-show, yes. And then yeah, Matt was yelling at us to start, hit the button, hit the button. So I hit the button. Little on-air production cool. meeting there. So we're well, doing... Matthew is finding his piece of paper. Yes. Brandon, Brandon's got his long-awaited Minnesota Vikings history quiz for us. Yes. So in, in the spirit of the holiday, Matthew is wearing his Adam Thielen jersey. He has a custom mm-hmm. hat. We'll have to – do you want to show everybody your custom hat? Nice hair. It says Jenkins, and it says 41 on it. Why 41? Because I was just about to ask. That's my favorite number on a jersey. I don't care who it is, what jersey it is. If I ever have a custom jersey, 41's going on the back of it. There's zero reason behind it. I just always thought it looked cool. That's fair. Now, I wait, wait. I, I oh, you're still talking about your hat. Good. Oh no, it's fine. It's fine. Fuck me. I guess. <laughs> I just is, have it. This is oh, quite the. Oh hat no! Story. Someone interrupted oh, Matt in a podcast. That's new. Noodle freaking soup. <laughs> nope. Keep talking about your hat. Keep oh, talking about your hat. No, it was a gift. That's it. That's all I wanted to say. But you interrupted me, so now it's a whole thing. Who was oh the God. gift from? His name was Regis. Okay, he was a great friend. Was a great friend, and then you know he died. But that's fine. That's not the point. He didn't die. He's alive. That's good. okay. That's I thought, good. I thought it might have been Regis Philbin or something because he did. I die. thought you were gonna say it was Regis Philbin as well. That would have been fun. No, um, no. I ran cross country with him. His name was Regis. And they all had a fantasy football team, and I didn't want to play because I'm not any fun. And then they're like, oh, well, we're going to get you a hat for your team anyway. And I was like, I don't have a team. And they're like, what's your favorite color? And I went, purple. purple. I told them, I was like, I like dolphins because I like teal, and I like purple. But I was like, if you're going to get me anything, make it purple. He's like, Ravens or Vikings? And I went, pick, and he picked. Vikings. So. You know what? And now happened? you're a Vikings fan because that I gave night, God spoke to him that night. Yep. And foresaw meeting Brandon, and he said, "You shall pick the Minnesota Vikings." And yeah. as a result, you got that it, hat. It's fate, Ben. Who it's you wearing fate. today? I. The little backstory behind this: I am wearing, I'm wearing a thro- like an old Adrian Peterson Vikings jersey. It's still got, for those of you that are listening, it even has the Reebok logo on here. Yeah, that's old. Throwback. And a little backstory to that, back in what, seventh and eighth grade, I played in like a Pop Warner Youth Football League or whatever, and the team was called the Purple Vikings, right? So my dad's like, oh, I'll get him a Vikings jersey because <laughs> that would be cool. So he got me an Adrian Peterson jersey. It's like legit, too. It's not like the yeah. – not like the cheap shit. It's like legit, which is really awesome. Not the cheap And I still shit, have it legit. to this day. Nice. Adrian Peterson, obviously not with the Vikings anymore, but, you know, even as a Chicago Bears fan, that dude, insane. Insane dude. when he played yeah. for the Vikings. I agree. I hated playing them. Yeah. I hated playing them. He owned the Bears back in the day. Dude, it was bad. Yeah. It was bad. It was so good. <laughs> yeah, for you, perspective is everything. Yes, Matthew. So- Oh, thank you. Um, You're welcome. This is like a Zoom class now. Is Adrian Peterson retired? 
Not yet. No. But he's not on a team anymore. He was on the Lions last year, but um... he should come to Chicago. <laughs> I, I heard why the hell not? Yeah. I heard an old guy go, Adrian Peterson. And I was like, ah, oh, I don't know if he's still playing. And I never I didn't know when he retired, but all right, cool. Going back to my suit. All right. So I have twelve questions. Oh, now, Matthew. Hi, that's me. Is a Vikings fan, and Ben is a Bears fan. So, Skull. Matthew should win this quiz based on his Vikings fandom, and Ben is more of the, you know, average, Football. general knowledge NFL fan. Correct. So this is going to be a good matchup. I should do a lot of things like respects. Never Specs. That's I it. was going to say respect women as a joke, but that I, I thought yeah, that's a that's a very yeah okay. Anyways, wow. twelve questions, some of them multiple choice, some of them not, and uh, here we go. Are you guys ready? I'm I actually sharpie yeah. if that says anything about my personality. So I'll take that as a yes. So question number one. It's just before two. In the 1998-1999 season, the Vikings kicker had never missed a field goal until the NFC Championship game. What was the name of that kicker? And I want you to write down your answers, and then once you have your answers written down. Oh, I don't. You don't have a piece of paper, Ben? What the hell? You told we went Matthew over this with Matt. Piece of paper. That's fine. You told Matthew to get a piece of paper. It's a good thing I have a notebook right here. You always should have a notebook. I always take notes during podcasts. That's uh, that's what you do. But uh, Matt, you look like you're making an illustration over there. What's going uh, on? Say, do we get bonus points for illustrations? No, but you'll get a thumbs up for a great illustration. How about that? All right. All right. <laughs> Ben, do you have your answer? Oh, he doesn't even have his notebook out yet. I'm writing right now. Okay. Okay. Um, Matt, you got five seconds. Four, three, two. All right, answers are locked in. Matthew, Yeah. what is uh, your answer to question one? I thought we were lifting it up at the same time. Is that the point? Uh, Sure. Okay. Lift up at the same time. Three, two, one. Kicker McFootball pants. Um, Who is Gary Anderson? Question mark. Uh, ben is correct with Gary Anderson. Um, unfortunately, um, I don't think McFootballson has been drafted. Uh, it's Kicker McFootball pants, and oh, you can McFootball pants. Here. You can clearly see him here missing that field goal. So I'm not really sure what the issue is with that. I don't know. Damn. Uh, he wasn't on the team then, so. Yikes. Um, so Ben has a, a one-point lead over Matt. That's okay. There's still plenty of questions left. Okay. It's okay. Question I'll two. I'll only get three points probably. What was the nickname of the Vikings defensive line from the late 1960s to the late 1970s? This is multiple choice. But I think oh, Ben shit. knows it. But this will oh, help Matt out. Is it A, Purple People Eaters, B, Fearsome Foursome, C, Purple Plowmen, 
or D, Purple Crush? You guys look great today, you know, wearing your Vikings jerseys. All right, I'm ready. I knew I was hanging on All right. for something. I know there's one. Three, two, one. What do you got? The Bad Halloween song. They were literally, <laughs> hey. they were literally, okay. There's literally multiple choice, and that was not one of the choices. The Purple People Eaters, bro. It it's the, the pur- Halloween it. song. I, I would give oh. him that one. It's yeah, a bad Halloween that. song. All right, fine. That was pretty clever. Thank you. And he made that connect- real, work, real world connection. Good Lord, I can't talk today. Wow. No, I heard Brandon talk about this before. That's the re- I'm slumdog millionaireing this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, question three. Which team did the Vikings defeat 37-13 to in their first ever regular season game? First ever? Their inaugural season. That would be the one. Mm-hmm. Just name the team. Just pick a team. Pick a team. You know what? Like a team, so she can pass. Uh, uh, I don't want to get copywritten. Okay. Matthew's drawing some art again. That's okay. No, I'm just. All right, I'm ready. All right. Three, two, one. The Who are the Green Bay Packers? Both of you are Steelers. incorrect. I put Steelers and then suck dick. Nice. <laughs> Because it's, uh, it's true. Should draw would... someone lighting up Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> uh, the correct answer was the Chicago Bears. I knew it was going to be one of our teams. I didn't want to. I didn't want to write my team because I didn't want to admit <laughs> defeat. So I was going with the team I hate the most. That's fair. You know, the only reason why I had it is because Chicago Bears. Yeah, had to had to put it there. It just had to be the Bears. Had Bad be. news, Bears. Um, okay, question number four. How many times since the year 1998 have the Vikings lost in the NFC title game? So in the last, last like 23 years or so, how many times have we gone to the NFC title game and lost? Are we including that year? Yeah, and that that, because that's technically 1999, so it's at least once. It's true. Pick a number, any number, and you win. It's a SNL reference for anybody out there. All right, everyone got their number. Um, Yeah, and still undecided. All right. On three, one, two, three. What do we got? What is the number three? Three. I have four. Matthew is correct with four. Damn. I talk about that one also. Yeah. All right. We have a tie game here. Ben with two and Matt with two. It's a, it's a bloodbath right now. Damn. I know. Next one is multiple choice. Who is the Vikings' leading rusher in career rushing yards? Is it A, Robert Smith, 
B, Adrian Peterson, C, Chuck Foreman, or D, Emmett Smith? Do you go through again? A, Robert Smith, B, Adrian Peterson, C, Chuck Foreman, and D, Emmett Smith. God, this is tough. Um, Tis. Can you say the question? Is it leading in a season or leading all time? Career rushing yards as a Viking. So all Mm -hmm. time. Are we taking into account the metric system? Um, I'm just throwing a Hail Mary. I think we're going to do the metric system in this one. Um, right, everyone got their answer? Yeah. All right, hold them up. I'm going at the guy on the back of my jersey. Who is Adrian Peterson? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was Adrian Peterson. Yeah. Ah. To be clear. That is that is a B. I just made it a P. Yeah, I, I can tell. Okay. I know what that looks like. All right. We're still tied. Three and three. Dang. This is an intense game here. All right. This is the halfway point here. Number six. Oh, I know. Who wore number 10 for the Vikings? Who wears number 10? Who wore number 10? That's, I guess, a hint. It is a retired number, so no one can wear it. Somebody wore it, and now they don't anymore. It's probably a quarterback. Um, I'm trying to think back to who some of their quarterbacks have been. (laughs) It's not a long list. That's fair. Well, let's go with an oldie but a goodie. Uh Matt seems pretty confident in his answer. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Three, two, one, flip him. Jackie Robinson. Oh, my God. Tarkin 10. It's Frank. All of Famer. Uh, Jackie Robinson did not play for the Minnesota Vikings. He also did not wear uh, that. Oh, so that's fine. You're just racist? (laughs) I think Jackie Robinson wore number 42, so you don't even know his number. Fake fan. Fake fan. Fake fan. Fake fan, real results. Do you you even like the Brooklyn Dodgers? Yeah. Yeah, I actually really do. Okay. Okay, fair enough. All right. Ready for question seven? No, not really, but yes. What is the name of the kicker in 2015-2016 that missed a game-winning field goal in the wildcard round in the playoffs against Seattle? A lot of these questions are just uh, my heartbreaks, and I just had to write them down as quiz questions. Just uh, I feel like you probably could have shortened this by like a lot. You know what? I I actually can envision this kick. 
Just as much yeah. as I can envision the double doink. Me too. All right. I feel it. Matt, you got your answer yet? He's still, he's still drawing. That's okay. Bye bye. Oh, okay. All right. Three, two, one. Flip them over. Who is Blair Walsh, aka Cody Parkey's blind brother? Yeah, Blair so I, Walsh I put, is right. I put kicker McFootball pants, but now he's sad. <laughs> He wasn't sad the first time, but he was sad now. (laughs) Well, the second time was the playoffs, so he has to be sad. No, he wasn't as sad. The first time was like, oh, no, I missed. Now it's like, oh, shit, I did it twice. He did it twice. It's okay. Bears let Cody Parkey do it 11 times in one year Uh, and still let him make a kick in the playoffs, and we all know how that happened. Um, uh, Ben was right with Blair Walsh, in case anyone was listening. Yeah, that's that's a brutal one. Um, okay, number eight. Who currently holds the rookie receiving touchdown record with 17 receiving touchdowns in his rookie campaign? Ooh. Shit, this is going to be one of two people. If I get this wrong, can I, can I pick a second time? No. With for, but for no points? Uh, sure. Okay. Because I'm like 50-50 on this, but I, dang, I got a good feeling about this one. Okay. If you put kicker McFootball pants, I'm going to... It's not like, catcher McFootball pants, if that's what you're going to write. <laughs> catcher McFootball pants. I swear to God. <laughs> All right, I'm ready. All right. Three, two, one, flip him over. Receiver McFootball <laughs> Who is Justin Jefferson? Both of you are incorrect. Okay, then sure? I guess for no points. Is it Randy Moss? Randy Moss. God damn it. Yep, I knew it was one of the two. brother? Oh, he's his brother. Oh, yeah. Was yeah. Justin Jefferson for just it's receiving the same yards? Same last name. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay, that was a okay, question get, as well. <laughs> but that's okay. I'll come up with another question on the fly. Damn. <laughs> um, all right. Both of you got that wrong. That's okay. Question number nine. What was the name of the quarterback that threw a game-losing interception in the 2009-2010 NFC title game? Can't wait to see Matt's answer. Should be a good one. It should be. I feel so bad. He's picking on all these people from the McFootball Pants family. I know. McFootball Pants they family just is just getting how do these, savage. How do these assholes keep getting drafted to the same team? I don't know. And they <laughs> they really weren't great for the franchise. No, they weren't. The horrific years with the McFootball Pants family. Oddly enough, they were not on the same team ever. Different years. <laughs> uh. I'm moving up and down. You got it. All right, Matt, you ready? Why am I going first? Well, no one's going first. You flipping them over at the yeah, same time. Ben's been ready for like 10 years. I'm ready. 
All right. I watched this Three, game. Two, one, flip them over. Who so, is Brett Favre? AKA Brett is Favre. he retired now? So that's so I put um kicker and receiver's dad quarterback McFootball pants. What is he doing? Well, you, you have to describe for the like, listeners what he's doing. Well, I drew him so he was doing like the football squat thing where like it's kind of like Spider-Man, but you know, they're overweight. Wear helmets. Oh, okay. What's, but, what's the score right now? Uh, Matt, uh, Matt has three. Ben has six. Um, there's three questions left. So that uh, means wait, Matt. Wait, are we not playing international Canadian rules? Uh, no. Not international Canadian. Shit. I know. Okay. Never mind. All right. Let's do this. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. So, Matt, you need to run the table, and Ben needs to get zero for you to tie. Yeah. I don't know if that's likely, so we'll see what happens in this next question. I would never run against a table. It would be too easy. Go ahead. Question 10. What is the name of the current stadium the Vikings play in? Mm. I think I know. Um, no, it's not. That's Los Angeles. I keep thinking of, like, Minute Maid. And I, I know that's not right, because I know that that's, that's the keep wanting to say the, the Metrodome. It's oh. not either of those. But it's probably, okay. It's probably like... I've, I've heard... It's either going to be um, named after a car or, like, a bank. So... I, I've heard Brandon say guess. it a million times. I'm just trying to think of what because I know what it is. I know the last two words, but it's it's the brand that I need to remember. Are you ready, Brandon? No, I'm blocking the logo because I noticed ah! that it literally gave the I answer. Can't see that far. Yeah, it is not coming through. Well, even still. Is this owned by the McFootball Pants? Is it the McFootball Pants Stadium? <laughs> yes. I think I know actually. it. I think I know it. All right. Three, two, one. Love them. U.S. Bank Stadium? Ah, uh, kids. Both of you got it right. Nice job. Hey. Ben was seven. Matt's got his fourth. Can Matt get to five? How about how about if I can get the next two right? I win by default. Um, no, but that's okay. <laughs> you said, uh, no. The chances of that happening are about as high as the McFoot as about they're about as high as receiver McFootball catching a ball. That's all I'm gonna say, okay? That's fair. So I think it's fair. Okay. I know nothing about football. The fact okay. that I have four is a miracle. Okay. And these next two questions are only for Matt. Okay. Ben, you can sit these ones out. Because you already know the next question because we discussed it. But I don't think Matt heard. Okay. All right. So what is the name of the wide receiver who set a rookie record with 1,400 receiving yards? Don't do it. Don't 
do it. Matt's got his pen. He's writing. You have heard this name before. Receiver McFootball Pants record holder. I, I also wrote Receiver McFootball Pants. But he didn't write specifically that it was his at the record holding. No, season. because it's Justin Jefferson. It's Justin Jefferson. He's got two first names. That's stupid. Okay. What? Jefferson is not a first name. Jefferson Steelflex. Okay. I've never heard Jefferson as a first name. Jeff. I've, you ever heard Jeff? I've heard of Jeff. No, Jeff is Jefferson. like the, the short. Jeff is short for Jeffrey usually. Or yeah. Jefferson. No. I. What do you mean no? No, people. You, you think people just walked around Virginia and went, "Hey, Thomas, Jefferson? Jeff." <laughs> Mr. President, President Jeff. Who, that would have been dumb as fuck. President my Jeff. My brother. My brother. When we was working on Amethyst, took care of somebody whose name I shit you not was Lamangelo and Arangelo, spelled just like orange jello and lemon jello. But you are drawing the line at Jefferson. <laughs> but you know what their name wasn't. Jefferson. Jefferson. That's the name that, their name no, wasn't Jefferson. No. The only person named Jefferson is Jefferson Steelflex. That's the only one. I have literally took. I, I have met someone whose name was Quiche. And you're talking. Okay, me but they're not Jefferson. Jefferson. Okay, their I'm first name, their last no. name. This Jefferson is, is a last name, not a first name. It can be any. It's a name. Hang on. I'm going on the Google box. You can go on the Google Docs all you want. It's not going to convince me that Jefferson is a first name. Jeff is a first name. It doesn't. Why do I have to? What? Like you can name your kid anything you want. You can like you can name your kid Jefferson. I'm not going to care. So but it's I mean, a like, name. Yeah, but it's it not typically no, a, no it's not typically a first name, is what you were saying. It's a tip. Yeah, it's typically a first walking name. Walking around with all the mics, am I saying there's going to be a clan of Jeffersons hanging out with the clan of Samantha? Oh, let's uh, let's calm it down with that language there. Oh, well, um, but does anyone have a last name? What well, we Michael? can't now. What if three white dudes forming a clan ever been a problem, Brandon? Um. Since the beginning of no, it's history. a club. Yeah, um, it's a club. Anyways, twenty twenty one. It's a club. Let's um, let's. What what focus. is the last question? The last question is this. Is Just, the answer is yes. Describe the play that is known as the Minneapolis Miracle in four words. In four words. Yeah, I just made that last part up because that's all you need. And if you, there is a correct answer. I will give you a hint, Matthew. One of the words is a last name. <laughs> is it Jefferson? Because that'd be mean it's not Jefferson. Wrong. It's not Jefferson, I promise. One of them is a last right. name. I've got. You have heard me say these words before in your lifetime. I would almost guarantee it. 
I have my own take on it. That's fine. Okay. I appreciate you being wrong, most likely, because there is a right answer. Oh, damn. But I might I think still... You, I think you'll like my answer. I might like your answer. You might like this answer. I might. I think you uh, will. I might still give you the points regardless, but mm. we'll see. All right, Matt. The you ready? McFootball Pants family. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> McFootball Pants football time. <laughs> I put, hold on. You I put Stefan Bleep Saints. Nice. I do really like that. Thank you, you. You did say there was a last name in it, and I did put McFootball Pants. I did say there was a last name. So the, the correct answer we were looking for, but I'll still give Ben the point because he at least knew what the play was. Yep. Um, it's Diggs, sideline, touchdown, wait. unbelievable. Mm, yep. It's not a sentence. Oh, I guess you said four words. You didn't say it's actually four I, different that's probably sentences. What, quote for quote what the – That's what Joe said. Buck said exactly. I hate Joe Buck. I, I hate him. Too, but um, him oh, in that moment, he, he nailed that call. I feel like uh, we all hate Joe Buck because we're told to hate Joe Buck. To be entirely honest, I've seen the guy in person. He's a very nice dude. He That's works nice. for Fox Sports, and nothing against Fox Sports, but Fox Sports well, does have, have a hard on for the St. Louis Cardinals. They have a hard on for the St. Louis Cardinals. I'm all I'm going to say. Okay, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. I want to reference that Cubs Cardinals series. The night the Cubs scored eight runs in the eighth inning to absolutely beat the shit out of the Cardinals, they nothing from them. The next night, Adbert Alzali, dude is in his like first full season in the rotation, lights out for like seven innings. Like you may as well have had a graphic of Joe Buck jerking off when Yadier Molina hit that solo home run. And then they then they post because they won the game two to one. Two to one. That's the only game the Cardinals won that series. And they go. They post on their social media, are the Cardinals the team to beat in the NL Central? Yeah. You're going to say that after a two-to-one game? Yeah. A two-to-one game? I have everything against It's nothing Paul. against the Cardinals or Yachty or Molina. The dude's a legend, but, like, come on. But, no, to I speak have- to your point, they do, they do, like, do the same thing for the Cubs all the time, and it's completely they do unnecessary. The Cubs all the time. I, I have everything against Fox Sports. Mainly because they're dumb. Mainly because they're stupid. This, this is a real thing that was said on Fox Sports during a Pirates, I want to say Cubs game, right? I don't know who was playing. I don't know who was the at-bat. Ground ball to first. A little bit of a wobbly throw by uh, – or ground ball to the shortstop. A little bit of a wobbly throw by Jordy Mercer on the first. We didn't get him. Right, he beat it out, whoever it was. Shocker. Beat out the Only beat out the ball. Yeah, I know, shocker, right? Only because it was a wobbly throw. It was a hard <clears throat> play, whatever. So Fox Sports, this dynamite drop and goes, my well, perfect throw would have got him. <laughs> oh, shit, it would have been a perfect throw. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think that they know, like the people that they hire to like call their games, I don't, they might just like recruit them off the street. No, but like no shit. If it was a perfect throw, yeah. If the dude was in, yeah, oh, perfect throw would have got him. He's not wrong. Thank you. Don't say so. Yeah. <laughs> the dumbest. 
the dumbest. And then free and 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 uh, they they did another thing that same season with like Mike Trout, right? Cranks a home run. You know, Mike Trout's home runs are always huge. They go way over the fence, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and they're sitting back and they go, "Oh wow!" I what they say? It was something so unbelievably stupid. Yeah. Like, oh man, he, he really swung hard. <laughs> See, that's the thing. I, I hate nationally broadcasted games on Fox and ESPN because the, the announcers, they don't follow these teams. Like, Brandon, if you listen to the guys that yeah. call the Twins games, or Matt, when you listen to the guys, like local stations that call the Pirates games. Like, these people don't know anything. Yeah. They and just make casual people, conversation. I hate that. Local people hate the Twins. I don't know what it is. It It's um, so frustrating. But So, like, like the – the everyday um, announcer for the Pirates, his name is Greg Brown. Um, he's been with the Pirates literally since he was like 14 years old. Like he's been like the, a bat boy, the mascot. He's worked his way up all the way to announcer. He loves yeah. the Pirates for, you know, reason of he's just grown up with the team and shit. But yeah. he is a, he's a great announcer. And it's always funny when it's like he's got to work with someone who doesn't like like yes you know sometimes they have like guest commentators mm-hmm. yeah dude he hates it <laughs> but like he, he, he's like the nicest guy so he sits there and he's like what do you think about that play guest celebrity and they're just like well that's definitely baseball and he goes <laughs> yeah but what'd you think about the play trying to like edge them and they're like well he got out he was actually <laughs> safe but this is what happened and he like, <laughs> oh my gosh. It, it, he, he's funny he's like on the low because dude he's like us he's like every pilot that's cool man. i like so those <clears throat> i like those kind of announcers that you can relate to and you know that there are well, fans but, and stuff and not just announcers nice to- trying to make some money you know yeah i mean what, what's nice about him uh greg brown the pirates announcer is that he you know, he's been with the team so long. He's gotten job offers, you know, to be, like, with the Red Sox and the Dodgers. And he always says no because, you know, he's like, well, Pittsburgh is my home. He's like, my family's here. He's like, I've been with this team for so long. He's like, I want to he, – he's one of those people that's like he wants to be a part of that staff when they win the World Series. He's waited forever. He's worked for them his whole life. He wants to be on the winning, the winning staff. And I think once that happens, he'll retire. But, like, he, he's just – He might die. Before he that. might die. I might die. Dude, the, the, the mm. fact that, like, I legitimately may never see, like, a World Series from them, which is, like, a really real possibility. I mean, like, Ben, I don't think you understand how freaking lucky you are, dude. No, yeah, 100%. The only one out of those three. 106 years of baseball went by. And you got lucky enough to be bored in probably their only World Series for the next Lord knows how many. Well, with the way that our team is operating, and it could be another. Not probably that long. I don't know if we'll ever see a drought go that long ever again. But I think that we could see. Because what are the Indians in right now? 80 years or something like that? Yeah, it's got to be over 70. Pirates are getting up there. Last time Pirates won was 79. I don't think we will ever see triple digits again, but I I definitely don't take it for granted. It was something that I was lucky enough to see. Mm-hmm. Um, my my grandpa, my dad's dad, he never got to see it happen. So 
I, I do consider myself lucky just because he was such a huge Cubs fan. I actually found that that he actually like had his own like sports radio station way back in the day. Well, not station, but like his own sports talk show on the radio. And then I found that out after we started doing podcasting. I'm like, oh, wow, it's like kind of yeah. cool. It's like a yeah. family thing a little bit. So, yeah, I do consider myself really lucky. I wish that he could have gotten to see that. I know he would have thought that it was really awesome. But, Matt, I know we're in yeah. the same division, but I do hope that you guys get to well, see no, your I, team do that at some point because it I, is a great feeling. You know, yeah. and, and I was sitting – I remember sitting back with my brother. Like, I wanted the Indians to win that. You know, I yeah. hated – I mean, obviously, the Cubs knocked us out. I right. hated the Cubs. Yep. You know, Jake Arrieta's was annoying as shit. Like, I hated how yeah. so Madden. Like, it, it wasn't the team that bothered me. It was, like, a select few guys that made up the team that just like irritated me. I, I mean, like, but, but, like, all in all, you know, I had really no stake in the World Series. I wanted to see the Indians win. I had my team, but I didn't have, like, a grudge against the Cubs. I still don't. Yeah. And, you know, I, I do consider same thing like myself lucky. I got to watch – I mean, it, it, it was history. I got to watch history. Like that's that's baseball cool. history. That is going to be I a mean, piece I, of history that will be in Cooperstown, like yeah. that people will mm-hmm. talk about forever when they talk I, about I baseball. Mean, it was about, a great series too, not to mention. Like, that's, was. Just, oh, oh, yeah. that's probably an all-time like, – Which that's all you can have for it. If neither, if your teams, if your team is not in the World Series and you don't have any stake in it other than mm-hmm. I want to watch, like you pick a team, but like I just want to watch, you couldn't have asked for a better World Series. I mean, it was evenly matched. Ninth yeah. inning, game seven, game tying home run off a dude that throws a hundred and five. Yeah. Like you wouldn't want, like, dude, the second, the second Chapman walked out, I went, that's game over. How many people, Indians fans? Do you think turned their TV off the second Chapman hit that mound, thinking it's over? I well, know. I don't think if people, I don't know if people turn them off when Chapman left the mound. Well, well, I think I, they I probably mean, lost people when the rain delay hit. Because a lot of people probably said, "Screw it," you know. Because who else did we go to in the, the World Indians, Series? The Indians. What? And this is my personal opinion. Would have absolutely one hundred and ten percent won that game if it was not for that rain. Oh, no, I'm in full agreement with you. If that that game does not get delayed for 17 minutes, the Cleveland Indians win the World Series. Every bit of momentum was on the Indian side. That rain delay set it right back to 50-50. They went out. Indians had a shitty inning. The Cubs just ran away with it. Yeah. But, like, dude, all all I ask for every year in the World Series, I want a seven-it. I want a seven-game series. That's all I right. ask for. Because, well, after like, watching that World Series, anything that doesn't go seven games to me is just a disappointment. Mm-hmm. Well, after what, what was, that was, and the the Nats World Series, yeah, the twenty that was a great one. That was a good one. Yeah, I I hate Kevin Cash ruined last year's. I hate the fact that the Astros cheated because if the Astros would not have cheated. The 2017 World Series mm-hmm. probably would have been one of my favorites. Yeah, it was. But like, dude, and I commend this to the Dodgers so hard. Think about that World Series. They were cheating that entire season. They cheated that entire World Series, and the Dodgers still took it seven games. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. that in and of itself like, should be the Astros. Every pitch that was coming. And the Dodgers they still took it seven, took it seven games. games. I think that talks about their talent that year. Oh by yeah, far. I mean that that team was talent. I think that's just awesome. Mm-hmm. I think that team was probably better than that. 
I would say that team was probably better than the team they, that they just had. Granted, I will need to see. Like, I'll need to see what they do this year. Granted, it's hard to – it sucks. It really sucks because, you know, it's really tough to compare 162 to 60. That's what sucks about it because, you know, because it would have been like two teams like yeah you would talk about with that organization like was the 17 team better than the 20 team, you know? like. Well, and, and I, I've said this before, like I, I can't tell you how many times – the Pirates have been in first for the first month or two of the season. Or, or the yeah. last – or, like, the middle half of the season. 2012, the Pirates were in first that entire season. September, they lost nearly every yeah. game, and they blew it. So, like, okay, if the season shortened, Pirates are in the playoffs three – or, you know, a year before they were supposed to be. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's tough to think about. Well, speaking of things that Matt won't ever get to experience since we were talking about the World Series, uh, Ben, you did something cool yesterday that I know you want to talk about. I did. But so we are going to... Completely this, different segue. It is a completely different segue. So it is not officially open, but it is open for soft openings usually every day. Um. Over at Universal Studios Florida at Universal's Islands of Adventure, the new Velocicoaster attraction is now welcoming guests into Jurassic super, World. Super exciting. Man, I know, you don't, I know you don't do roller coasters. I know you don't. like. This is a very intense roller coaster. This is going to be spoiler-free. I'm not going to talk about what's in, what is in the queue. I'm not going to talk about what you see on the ride. All I'm going to say about the attraction is it's a very good attraction. Did you go on it? Yes, I, I wrote it yesterday. Oh, you've been on I it? I finally well. wrote it yesterday. Yeah, it was, it was badass. Like, this is a very good roller coaster. I would say it is the most intense. It was the best thrill roller coaster probably after Mako. I think it dethroned Mako at SeaWorld. Everyone says Mako over there is really great. And it's true. I've done that roller coaster. But after riding Velocicoaster, I don't... It's it's the best it's the best thrill ride in Orlando, Florida right now. Mm. Hands down, it's the best. The top hat that you see, really freaking cool. It's really cool. Just looking at pictures of the attraction, you can see it goes out over the water. It's terrifying. You add that with how like thrilly it is, and it's just like it destroys your heart with how like excitingly anxious it makes you. Dude, I, so one of my friends told me that she went on it, right? Yeah. And I was like, I'm extremely jealous because you went on it and now she's been on it. And then there's been <laughs> just other people that I know that have been on it. And I was telling her this and now I'm telling you, I really fear that I'm going to like it more than Hagrid's. And I don't know if I'm ready for that emotional. I feel like I'm cheating on my ride. I don't by, like fantasize feel better. If it makes you feel better, you don't need to think like that just because it depends on what you want out of Velocicoaster. Like, I guess it depends on what you want out of a roller coaster yeah. because we were texting about this yesterday when I got off the yes. ride. It's if you like story rides, if you like story coasters, mm-hmm. Hagrid's takes the, takes the game. It's no right. question. But mm-hmm. if you like thrill roller coasters, it's, it, you're going to like Velocicoaster more. Yeah, thrill, thrill It depends like- on what you want out of the experience, I guess is the question i'm hoping it's kind of one of those things where it's like hagrid's is my dad 
Daddy, Daddy Haggy, Haggy. And then I have Mama Velo. <laughs> Mama Blue. Mama Blue. Mama Blue. I like you that. You say Velo. Why didn't you just say Blue? Because well, Velocicoaster. I don't know. I don't know. Mama. No, but it, I will say the, the pre-show is really good. You do need to watch it. It adds mm-hmm. to the story element of that attraction. I will need to go back and do it. Um, granted, yeah. theme parks in Orlando, they're all still playing, you know, the safety spiels over the park-wide PAs. Um, some attractions, they play it inside the queue. I was not aware that this attraction did that. So I was standing there watching the pre-show and like they're talking about the ride and what you when you what you're gonna expect in this really cool Jurassic World story, and then all of a sudden, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Universal Orlando <laughs> Resort. Please ensure oh that gosh. at all times you are wearing those face coverings while inside the queue. And I'm yeah. like, no. And meanwhile, like the characters in the background, like during this pre-show, are just. For those of you listening, Ben is just uh, animating. My vocal. mouth is moving yeah. and I'm yeah. moving my hands and all that, but that's all you hear the entire time. Oh, that's is this, annoying. Is this onom- anonymous, ominous lady speaking about the park rules? I'm like, I know. <laughs> I've had it in my head all day. I yeah. just want to listen to these characters talk about the ride. And I'm not going to say the characters' names. Yeah. Um, the pre-show, it, it does have characters from the movie. I won't say who. Uh, the queue is very inter- the queue. It's not interactive, but it's really cool. It's really freaking cool. When you Great say attention movie, to detail, when you say movie, do you mean like Jurassic Park or like Jurassic World? Or Jurassic like- World. Yeah. Okay, I was gonna say, dude, because if they got like, here's my thing. I I saw it, dude. I was actually low key tempted. I love Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. What did you I- just say? What did you? No, hang on. You're gonna skip over something. You were tempted to what? Love Jurassic Park more than no. ever. Were you, no, no, were you no, tempted no. to go to Islands of Adventure? Were you tempted to go to Islands of Adventure? We're taking Matt to Islands of Adventure. We're taking Matt to Islands of Adventure. If anything, can we at least get you on the river adventure? It's the water ride. Can we at least get you on that? It's not a roller coaster. What is it? Rivers of Adventure? I'm going to hang on. It's Jurassic Park River Adventure. Yeah, that's... Oh, wait, so it's a Jurassic Park ride? Yeah, yeah. it's like a bigger Splash Mountain. Like, yeah, the ride vehicle is bigger. Jurassic Park rides. You sit in rows with oh, wait people. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Is it... It's a giant... Um, is that the one with, like, the like the 70-foot drop or something? So, probably, yeah. Yes. Um, it's kind of like Splash Mountain. I've been on that. Oh. oh. Well, then we're going on it again. Yeah. Yeah, we're all going to be in uh, Florida at the same time, roughly. I will be on my honeymoon. Yeah, who cares? Viv wants to go. Everyone knows Viv like wants five, to go. The only one that doesn't want to go across. is you. It can fit four people across. It can. The ball's in your court, Matt. You know that your future wife wants to go. You know that you can obtain tickets in a very... Simple form because somebody you know might be able to hook you up with some. Probably, you never maybe. Know. You, never, you know. never know. You never know. You know. I mean, it's possible. You never Nobody know. It's really possible. Be there. Um, people might be there, and uh, you know, it's fine. Um, like if you wanted to go to Universal with us and ride my favorite ride of all time, that would be like the greatest thing you could ever give me. 
Um, but that's just, you know, that's just me. That's, I'm, just, I'm just speaking, you know, words don't really mean anything, really. UTMBA, ladies and gentlemen, is a question Wait, that must be We answered. didn't dump on anybody. We didn't daily dump. We got to do the daily dump. Got to dump on somebody. Because, uh, Matt, you got to daily dump on your own team. You got to talk about oh, that. Oh, dude. Yeah, you have to. Let's start with let's start with Matt because he's in a talking. Before right you now. even say anything, just remember as you're listening to Matt talk, there were two outs. <laughs> there were two outs. There were two outs. <laughs> there were two outs. Two out of three. You just needed one out. Matt, if you want to set the scene. Yeah, hang on. Oh, you, sure oh, you want to wear that? <laughs> Oh, he's got something else for it, doesn't he? Dang. Oh. Going okay. down okay. swinging here. Um, Good thing Javi didn't. No, this is to hang myself. Um, the Pirates, man. What can I say about okay. Pirates? My favorite team, my former, my former employer. You know, I wear their emblem around my neck. I have it in gold on a chain. Probably shouldn't wear that around your neck. Yeah, because then you'll choke. Yeah. Um, it's actually very good for summoning Satan, apparently. Oh. So there's two for out. legal reasons, that's a joke. No, no it's not. Yes, it is, because I'm scared of ghosts. <laughs> um, we got to talk about that, too. <laughs> I'm terrified. Um, so there's two outs, Pirates, Cubs. Javier Baez decides he's going to hit a dribbler down the first baseline. You've seen it time and time again. You pick the ball up, you step on the bag, inning is over. It's not that complicated. A toddler could do it. Um, I don't want to correct you, but it was down ball to the third, and then third baseman through the first. Who cares? I, Look, I care. I just want to get the details right. Okay. Bottom line is, it was an infield ground ball. There's no reason, no excuse. <laughs> the ball made it to first in plenty of time. This dude's not even halfway down the line. And we decide the right course of action with two outs is to not step on the bag and end the inning. No, it is to chase the guy back to home plate. Baez turned around and started running back toward home. Baez turns around, starts to run to home plate, which actually, I think, makes him automatically out. But that's a separate issue I want to go over um, in a little bit because technically once you leave home plate, you can't retouch it unless you start. But he didn't retouch it. Yeah, he didn't retouch it. Yeah, no, I I know he didn't. There's just some – It's like a rundown. I don't know. I feel like going back to home has to be violating some kind of rule, but that's not the point. We're All your player has to do is no, touch No, Rob first. Manfred got rid of that, that random rule like two years yeah. ago. Oh, of course he did. That was one of the rules we, we got rid of. Interesting. Dude, but like all you have to do is touch first. All you have to do is hold the ball and put your on a bag. And then you all get to prance off the field slap each other's butts, and drink some Powerade. Instead, you picked up the ball, chased him back to home plate, (laughs) and then two steps in front of home plate when you see the guy (laughs) sprinting home. He still holds on to the ball. (laughs) Instead of... 
instead of just holding on to the ball. No, no, but this is so, instead of just holding on to the ball, which you seem so dead set on doing already, and just extending your arm and body forward, he lobs it to the catcher who has to go up and then down. The Pirates do not deserve to be a professional baseball team. The run scored. The pit, The run scored. Baez was safe at second base. He got there. He like overthrew it to whoever was at first. We overthrew it and he went to second. And dude, listen, Javier Baez is a stud. He's a great player. I love watching him. I've said it before. He's just one of those guys that you watch, and he's just fun. Good for the game. Good good for the game. He's one of the guys. He's cocky. He's an asshole, but he backs it up. And like, he, but, he, but he also respects baseball. So he's good for the game. And I'm not shitting on him. I'm not. Every – dude, Fox. Um, Fox, MLB, ESPN, Men in Black, FBI, CIA. Yeah. They're all posting this video. And they're all going – El Magician, Javier Baez is yeah. the greatest player of all time. Javier Baez literally did nothing to contribute to no, that. I will, he, I no, I will. He, he just played he, smart baseball. No, he didn't even play smart baseball. He hit the ball. He ran to first. He went, I'm just going to go this way. The Pirates fucked up. The Pirates <laughs> fucked up. I mean, up after seeing that he wasn't going to touch the bag, he probably thought that he could get something out of it. And it was enough time I, to get the runner home. No, yeah, I would have at least taken the run. I honestly, this is what I would like. I'm putting myself in Javi Baez's shoes, right? Like, you see the guy and he's off the bag, and then you just start running backwards. I feel like that maybe he thought of it as a joke, but then he started running yeah. after him, and he's like, oh, he's Dude, not touching know, first base. You know, like, yeah. that, that's what I'm saying. Like, Javi yeah. Baez hit that ball, and you could tell, like, he wasn't sprinting, but he wasn't trotting, and he's like, all right, I'm going to get out. Like, you could tell it was like that baseball right. move, like, all right, I'm going to run. that's a routine play. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like, I'm going to run because it's the type of player I am, but, like, I'm not going to sprint because I know I'm going to get out. And so he's down the line, and, like, the ball's in this first baseman's hand, and instead of touching the bag, he chases after Javier Baez. Yeah. Well, your instinct when that happens as a baseball player is you turn around and you run back the direction you came. Right. I don't believe for two seconds Javier Baez was like, oh, I'm going to run home, and it's going to confuse him. No. I think he was following no. his baseball instincts, and then halfway he went, wait a minute, I'm headed towards home. <laughs> and then by, the time, by the time he realized that so much shit just went down, he's like, I'm on second, I guess. <laughs> there's no way in that when you start running home that you think there's any possibility on this planet, in this existence, that you're going to end up on second base. That's no. literally a Dr. Stephen Strange one in fourteen million five hundred and sixty-two <laughs> futures. Well, it's that like was a- the one where the Avengers win. Oh yeah, like, it's some. Um, it's kind of up there that like when somebody bunts and it ends up being a triple. Yeah. Because of like because of like misreads or an error or something. It's kind of like yeah no I'm not saying you're that good at bunting that you just bunt in a triple, but at the same. Fucking time! You just bunted for a triple. <laughs> yeah. Javier Baez, dude, just finds a way, and he was one of the guys that I just couldn't stand for a while. 
but he just finds a way to screw the Pirates every time we play the Cubs. I'm so sorry. Dude. It's him and Rizzo, dude. You know what? Oh, yeah, Rizzo, yep. Rizzo Rizzo does it, and Goldschmidt did it a lot. Like, anytime we played the Diamondbacks or the Cubs, and it was, like, bottom of the ninth, Mm -hmm. guy on – you know, Cubs have a guy on base. We're winning by one. Like clockwork, Rizzo, Goldschmidt, step up, home run. (laughs) Like clockwork, every single time. Sucks. Pirates suck. Do they? I didn't know. That's okay. Yeah, we're bad. Um, hey Ben, yeah. what's your uh you've got a good one too. I'm only yeah. gonna let you two do one because I don't really have one and you two have very long ones. And I was gonna use the pirates, but I thought Matt was gonna do better at that. So that's you fair. and Ben get the daily so, dumps. If you haven't heard by now, I am daily dumping on the Chicago White Sox. As an organization, not the not the players on the field, not the team on the field, but as an organization. Oh, can I back you on that? Can I yeah. just, can I just I'll back you, you too. Yeah, because oh this God. is actual bullshit. Oh no, this is actual crap that the White Sox did. Oh, and I'm so glad that it's all over social media. I'm surprised that they haven't addressed it by now. The longer that the White Sox take to address this, the more it speaks to their organization. Because I know some of their diehard fans that are saying that it's crap, too. So, Ben, what happened? So, it recently came out yesterday that the White Sox named, and normally this wouldn't be that big of a deal, but there was a lounge inside of Guaranteed Rate Field. It was called Loretta's Lounge, and it was named after Loretta Maselli, I think is her last name. I don't, I don't know how to completely say it, so I'm sorry if I butchered the last name. Um, she was worked concessions for the White Sox at that stadium for 60 years, 60 years, this woman has worked for the Chicago White Sox in concessions, still works there today. So, like, if the White Sox are at home tonight, she's probably there working. And they just they dedicated this lounge to her. They named it Loretta's Lounge uh, during the year the White Sox won the World Series in 2005. It was during the 2005 World Series. Um, you know, and it comes out that the White Sox renamed it. Didn't say anything. They just renamed it La Russa's Lounge. First of all, Tony La Russa is a scumbag in my honest opinion. Great baseball manager, but the dude, as a dude, is a scumbag. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, But I guess, you know, the story comes out, and the son, I think it's the son, he comes out, and the worst part, he says on Twitter, is that his mother still works for them, and they didn't even have the decency to give them the sign. Oh, the pla- they the White Sox claim that the plaque is still there. Um, I guess the guy confirmed that, but they didn't even give them the sign that says Loretta's Lounge. You can't do that. He said that they threw it in the trash. I did not know that. That's horrible. That is that's terrible, dude. I would quit yesterday if I heard that. I, <laughs> like, holy crap. My feelings as a Cubs fan about the Sox aside, again, this is not about the talent on the field. This is not about the players on the field. Mm. This has nothing to do with the team. This is about the organization. Right. That's, that's terrible. Uh, yeah, the White Sox are awful. There's no then, justification to that other than the fact that Tony Lusa has a last name that starts with an L. Yeah. And, yeah, he started his managerial career there. Um, he was a manager there from 1979 to 1986. 
Um, he made the playoffs once for them. He went one in three in the playoffs. So it's not like this dude took you on a miraculous journey to the World Series or it's whatever. It's weird timing, too. It's super weird timing. Everyone's already pissed at him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, was this supposed to make us like him more? Rio, he's not defending his team. And, it's yeah. like, and I know this is probably something they have had planned. It's probably oh, sure, but it's terrible timing. It's a great time to do this. But, like, really? You're going to do this now. Yeah. Everyone's already pissed off at your team because the, the organization's not defending the team. The manager's not defending the team. Mm-hmm. And, like, now you're going to go screw over this little old lady. Who's, who's worked put, for you like, for 60 years. Who's 60 years that you, at some point, in the front office career, had the decency to go, we respect you so much, we're going to name this lounge after you. Yeah. We are going to put your name, your family name on a sign, and you will forever be a part of this ballpark because we appreciate your service, you're working for us that much. Yep. And then for them to like, and I get it, like when you're redoing it, like who knows if it was the White Sox, or like a lot of times these people will like third party out construction Right. companies and like who knows they probably just said like hey take the old stuff down and you know maybe the construction people threw it in the garbage and i'm sure that's probably what they'll go with oh it's 100 they're gonna blame the third party somebody, somebody not affiliated misunderstanding will make you a new sign i'm sure that's what it's gonna end up being but the fact of the matter is it's like if you're gonna rename it rename it you know all ballparks need to go through a change you know sure. can't be can't be loretta oh, forever you know yeah right but the fact that like like there should have been i don't want to say a ceremony but there should have been like a hey bring your son bring your husband you know bring the family just bring your family family you know we would like to to give you this sign you know we are renaming the park or we are renaming the lounge i'm sorry you know but like you know things you have to change but like we, we would like you to do two things i if i was i would do two things if i was in the white Sox position i would a hold a small private little event for the family in the lounge in the brand new renovated lounge. Well, it's like, it's a weird, it's not like inside something. It's just out in the concourse. Like it's a part of the concourse. Yeah. Like that little, but I'm saying like, I would hold like something in that little area. Oh, okay. I got you. And I would be like, I would do two things. I'd be like, you know, we are going to, during the ceremony or whatever, during this family event, I'm going to give you your sign. Yep. If you would like it, I'm going to give this to you. And I am going to give you, like, you and your family, you guys get season, like, lifetime season passes. Yeah. Because, you know, we thank you for your service. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. You know, like, we we love the fact that you work for us. We obviously named a section of the park out of you. Yeah. After you, we would like it. You know, although your name might be taken down, we want you to remain in this ballpark as long as you can. Please accept these lifetime season tickets. That simple. Yeah. If you do that, if you do that, changing this name becomes it goes from scummy to classy in two seconds. Oh, 100%. Right. They just handled it completely wrong. And that would have been doable. I think with how many people are like apparently know this lady, like recognize this lady, this is something like yes, they could do have done like a small thing in there. I don't think it's unreasonable for the White Sox to have done this whole thing and it doesn't have to be, have to be off TV, it can be before ceremonial first pitch or whatever bring the family out on the field mm-hmm. put the thank you loretta up on the big scoreboard with her picture um and then like have the stadium clap for her, present her the sign and there you go i mean i i don't know if you guys have um 
if your stadiums, because I haven't been to either, but if they have like that, like that employee, you know, it's like, oh, everyone knows that employee. Like, like for the Pirates, there was this dude who sold, um, he sold frozen lemonades. Mm-hmm. You know, he was a concessions guy and he walked around and you could hear his call. I shit you not from mm-hmm. across the stadium. And it was so distinct because he would go, lemonade <laughs> it was like this raspy voice yeah. and he would do it and he ended up dying he was an older guy so he died mm-hmm. they they commemorated the section he used to work in his name they oh. held a ceremony for his feel and like you know how like for a moment of silence they did a moment of silence and then they had the entire stadium laughing he's like please i forget his name like no everyone knew him as like the lemonade guy but like they're like oh please you know, lower your, you know, don't talk, moment of silence, and everyone's quiet. <laughs> and, and, and over the loudspeaker, they went, Lemonade! <laughs> and everyone starts busting out laughing. Yeah, but that was his thing. Like, so it's like yeah, a great tribute. Everyone great. in the ballpark that day got, got like a free frozen lemonade. That's awesome. Oh, that's, uh, I love that. And like and it, it was the exact just, opposite on how the White Sox handled yeah. this. Well, no, the White Sox <laughs> were just terrible this <laughs> I feel so it bad for this the, family. It was the most you could have done with, with the least. Yeah. Like they didn't yeah. give they didn't give the family everything. Mm-hmm. They didn't give the fans everything. But they said, you know what? If they you're at giving this game, them a sign. Yeah, if you're at this game, we're gonna do something for you. And dude, it, it, the the White Sox, bro, that's so. So someone in the someone in the special events planning department for this organization clearly didn't do a good job with this. Um, it's just terrible timing, like you said, Matt, for like literally all of this with uh, everyone bashing on Tony La Russa, including us a couple weeks ago with his comments on that Twins game and uh, Yearman Mercedes. That's bad timing. You know, Tony La Russa's recent past before he was hired as manager. Everyone still remembers that. I'm not going to talk about that, but he was pulled over and arrested for something. That goes into it. Yes, it, he's a Hall of Fame manager. But he hasn't done – I don't think he's done anything with the Chicago White Sox to yeah. garner having a lounge named after him. And then just the way that they handled this, like that it's coming out like they couldn't even give them the sign. Like they didn't even tell them, that, hey, we're doing this. Well, like just the courtesy yeah, so, of it. So that was going to be my question because – so they didn't – how did the how did the son and the mother find out? Did they see it one day? or like, Well, here's they, the thing. This one guy posted a picture of it on Twitter and it just completely blew up. And now did it blow up? And the son saw it and he was like talking about it. And that's how we were finding out all these details. But like, did the son, is the son the one that blew it up? Like, was his reaction the one that blew it up? Or like, he only saw it because fans were outraged by it and they were like, this is the shittiest thing you could have done. And no, he was actually, no, he was actually very. I'll even read you his tweet. He said, my family and I appreciate all the love from our White Sox family. This was a tough pill to swallow. The worst part is that my mother still works for them and they didn't have the decency to give us the sign or even the plaque, which is what we cared for the most. With a sad emoji. And he tagged NBC uh, S White Sox, which is like the Comcast sports talk for the White Sox. But he didn't tweet this. It was some guy that noticed that they changed the name of the lounge that tweeted it. And he's the one that blew it up. And so the son was just co- like commenting on it, but he was nice. I wonder, 
Because you know the White Sox have to address it, and you know the White no, it's Sox- all over. Like John Heyman tweeted about it. I just got an alert like an hour ago from CBS Sports about it. Yeah, I'm it, just surprised that it's taken over 24 hours to hear something from the organization. No it's probably because they're trying to figure out what to do. Because probably not, like, they like, can't they, get the sign if it's gone now. Well, they can't give them the sign if it's gone. They can't change the name back to its original thing because then it's like, okay, we're doing this because we're getting yelled at. Right. And but like, that's where yeah, like they could have done your proposal where they just did a small thing, but now because you've royally screwed the pooch, you have to do something big. Yeah, not only <laughs> now you have to. Now yeah. you have to do something. And you know what the shitty part is? She's probably going to get fired. Oh, I don't think they'd do that. No, I think they, like, no, there's I no way. They get so much backlash over that she, because people will she might hear about quit, it. But right. she wouldn't get it, fired. Okay, but. How many times has this happened, though, with, with, like, other scenarios? People get fired for shit, like, like uh, trying to think of an example, and, of course, I'm blanking, but, like, I don't know. I, I don't think she – I think she just will not ask – because how you work in a ballpark, and I'm assuming the White Sox is going to work the same way my PNC Park experience was, is you get hired on for the season. Now, obviously, you can be terminated Oh, mid-season. they're not going to bring yeah. her back, you think? But you have to be asked to come back. They're not going to ask you have to be. You have to be sent by the HR team like, hey, do you want to come back? We would like to have you back as an employee. And, oh, like, ooh. that's how you do it. I guarantee you she would not be asked back. Because she's 60. She's yeah. 60, and they'll probably go, listen, you can retire, and we'll give you tickets if you retire now. Or we'll have to terminate you. Or, like, you know, we just won't ask you back. White Sox quickly becoming villains in baseball. Oh, they've been. I love to see it. And it has nothing to do with their team. It's just the way that they treat people. It's just the way it is. All right. Final. Like I said, this isn't against the team. This isn't against the fans. This is against the organization. Exactly. The organization is trash. That's my final thought on it. Yeah. Yeah. Do All better, right, Matthew. Do better at White Sox. Like Matthew. Matthew James Jenkins. You have a QT MBA for us. I've heard rumors on the street. Rumblings, I've heard. They like rumors. I do. I do have a QT MBA. A QT MBA question that must be answered. Let me ask you guys a question. Okay. okay. You've all heard that you're in a field, you know, waves of kids are coming at you. How many can you take down? We've all heard that, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've all heard a a version of that. I'm going to give you that, but there's a spin. Okay. There's not waves. There's four. Four beings coming at you. Okay. Three of them are full-grown midgets. One of them is an eight-year-old. Do you think in a fair fight, in a fair fight, would you win against three midgets and an eight-year-old? The eight-year-old has a five-iron. Well, you don't have anything. You you don't have anything because you have, have the, nothing. Well, no, you have two things: the ability to grow a normal height and the cognitive function above an eight-year-old. Um, one question. Yes. Can you steal the five iron from the eight-year-old? You cannot steal the five iron, but you can use other midgets as weapons. <laughs> oh my god! Wait. What are you asking? Are you asking which one we'd rather take on? Or are you asking no, how we would take them all no, down? No, I'm saying I'm saying you are like in your home 
and three midgets accompanied <laughs> by one eight-year-old break in. The eight-year-old has a five iron. They are attacking you. You you do not have any weapons. You are just using your body, just your fists. Do you think you would win in a fight? Yes. I think I could I win. don't even hesitate. I yes, think, I would win easily. Yeah. See, here's my thing. Midgets are top-heavy. Yeah. Right? So you push one over, you grab them by the ankles, and you use them like a weapon like this. I wouldn't even do that. I wouldn't need to. Mm-hmm. There's a strategy. There's a strategy. You take the eight-year-old out first because he's got the five iron. Yeah, he's got the weapon. You just got one swift punch to the nose. That should take him down. Matthew, I could take any 10-year-old in America. I could, okay, handle, okay, I could fight an eight-year-old. But they're organized. I wouldn't. They're organized. They're organized. I would they're still organized. take them out. They have a plan. It, it's going to be a Gulliver's Travel. <laughs> Their plan doesn't do shit for me. It, it's going to be a Gulliver's Travel situation. They come in with rope and they're trying to like tie you down. You know what? They're, you know what? I'm going to make their plan look like. <laughs> you ever heard of General Custard? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what's going to happen to their plan. I would take them down. I I take the eight year old out first, and that's my plan. So fun that's fact. When what? I was in elementary school, I gave a presentation on how General Custard invented ice cream because I didn't do my homework. I 1,000% um, <laughs> thought you were going to say you were in this exact same scenario on like a playground or something. No, okay. I've, <laughs> I've never met a real-life midget. Do you know that? I've never seen one. Ever. I'm trying to think. I've never seen a midget. Not even at like the bus stops? No. Never. <laughs> Seen plenty seen of hmm. Maybe you've seen them, but you just don't know. No, you know. But like you did, you did like you saw them from behind, and you just kind of didn't know. But you can tell Be- because I I, I, I suppose yeah an eight year old that's the same height as a full grown little person. I suppose. Like yeah. there's there's growth defects. That's why they're small. You can tell. I've never seen one. We'll make that on your bucket list of uh, ne- by uh, this time next year. I we're gonna get Matthew to see. We're gonna get Matthew to see a midget for the first time in his life. Okay, but more going away from this, just because I sent this text not in one hundred percent my own like cognitive thinking. <laughs> the other night, I texted our burgers with the boys group chat. And all I said was, we have to go ghost hunting. Alien hunting. Matt wants to go alien hunting. Would you guys be down to go ghost hunting? One night, wherever, we just go ghost hunting. Let's go. I'm terrified of ghosts. Here's here's what we terrified of nothing. Brandon's going to be the skeptic. The ghosts aren't real. Matt's going to be the one that's calling the ghost a bitch. And like egging them on, and I'm just gonna be standing behind everyone screaming, "What was that?" I've been in a haunted house with you, Ben. I know exactly how you would react. <laughs> I just start it's, laughing, it's dude. I would thing. hear like, I would hear like a rock slam up against a, a wall, and I would just start laughing. <laughs> I would just be like, "Yeah, that was the wind." We are all going to be Florida together. That's true, and in uh, yeah, uh, in fun like fashion, we got to do something. Absolutely. We and we have, to do, we have to do something when we're all in uh, Pennsylvania together. So That could actually be a straight. fun live video. We're going to be in Pennsylvania and Florida. So we got Matt's home, Ben's home. Um, 
And then Brandon's home. No one's going to be there but me. We got to fix that probably. I'm try to get, I'm you try just to... have to come. You have to. You have to move to one of the previ- the previous homes listed. Okay. Uh, okay. If I do, then you can fly up here, and then you can help me drive back. Oh my god, that would actually be a fun road trip. Exactly. I, I, I would probably join you and then just fly back to Pennsylvania. That would be a fun road trip, <laughs> dude. This is a on-air production meeting. I enjoy that so idea. We've got, we've got Minnesota to Orlando road trip, and we've got <laughs> ghost hunting. Ghost hunting and beating up midgets. Well, Why don't you believe in ghosts? Do what? Why don't you believe in ghosts? Because I uh, never seen one. And okay, that's the reason, though. I no, 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 no. I, I wasn't finished. Um. I have not seen any proof of anyone actually catching a ghost in my entire life. And if have it you was seen Ghostbusters, there's a whole documentary about it. Oh, there's a whole documentary about it. I believe everything yeah. I see in documentaries. No, dude. No, <laughs> done and it, done. No, it won a bunch of awards. It was made in the '80s. Like these four guys in New York. Bill Murray was amongst them. Dan, I, I think he was. I don't know. Um, that's not so, see, your reasoning is exactly why I do believe in ghosts. Here's why. I've had too many things happen no... to me that I can't explain. Well, no, it's not even that. It's that like there's no proof they exist. But there's no proof that they like you can't disprove it. You can't prove it. It's one of those things that's just gonna have to kind of be it's kinda like life on other planets. Mm-hmm. You can't prove it, but you can't disprove it because we can't see that far in the galaxy. So it's it's like I would rather be mentally prepared and have nothing happen than think they don't exist and have shit hit the fan if something does. Well, that's usually what, like when you go into something expecting something to happen, nothing happens. I broke up with a, well, temporarily broke up with a girlfriend because she busted out a Ouija board. She had, she had a Ouija board and this was before this was before the movie came out. She had a Ouija board. I don't know. She was she was a little weird. She was a little weird, but like super fine. So it was fine. Um, <laughs> and she goes, she's like, "Oh, you want to do something fun?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure." Like whatever. Like so, and she's pulling out boxes. I think it's like board game or whatever. So she pulls out a Ouija board. Yeah. And I literally look at her and I'm like, "Put that away." And she goes, "Why?" I'm like, "I don't like that kind of stuff." I don't mess around with that kind of stuff. Not even nope. as a joke. No, nope. I was like, I don't do it as a joke. We're not doing this. She's like, but it's not real. I'm like, but I'm not messing with it. I'm like, please put it away. No, nope. I don't. Tell While that. I'm here, I don't want to deal with this. And she and I got like into it. Like we got to do a fight about this. And she, like, she was possessed or something. Oh my God. No, but dude, like she couldn't understand. Oh like she couldn't understand like why I like wasn't. But like I told her, I was like, if you start messing with this, I'm going home. And I will talk to you when I talk to you. Start messing with it. I went, see ya. I left. I left the room. The second she took that stupid triangle piece out of the box, dude, I was gone. I've left a game, like a comic book game store before because I was going, like walking through the aisles and I saw it. And I'm like, nope. I, just, no, I don't dude, mess with I don't, that stuff. I don't, I don't mess with that kind of stuff. No, nope. and it's like I get it. I don't know if it's real. I don't know if it's not real, but I don't. Wanna, I don't want to find out. Why would I, find would I out. take a chance? Exactly. If it's not real, nothing happens. 
I get right. that. If it but is if it, real, yeah. It is but if it is real, real, like that could mess with your life. And I don't. Know. You just yeah. I've seen too many Why scary movies. Why would you mess with it? I'm alone in a house. I'm scared now. I terrified myself. Brandon, I'm calling you after we're done with this. I'm probably going to go watch a scare, like a ghost hunting show after this. And I'm sitting alone in my apartment. These are my cats of, here. Like, I don't understand. Oh, you have my lizard. I took my lizard home. I'm literally, there's nothing else but me. All right, keep fine. all the lights on. Yeah, keep all the lights on and uh, yeah. make sure you don't say oogity boogity. <laughs> Have we ever told that story? Have we ever? Did we release that ever? Are we going to? No, no, we never released that episode. <laughs> we should, I just, like, we you should, should probably edit. tell everybody why we keep randomly saying boogity 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 boogity. Okay, basically, <laughs> they, we, we had recorded an episode, but the signal was really bad, and, and like it, it was kind of a shitty one. So we never released it. But in this, yeah. I had said on one of my runs, I was chased by a homeless man. After my job one day, I used to get out and I didn't want to go home and like get relaxed. So I would just change at work and I would go behind work on these train tracks and I would run along the train tracks. So I, it was one of my longer days and like 10, 15 miles, whatever. And I'm like eight miles into my run. I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to go turn around. You know, 16 miles, that's fine. I'm going to turn around. So I stop running to catch my breath real fast, do a quick stretch, look over. And I jump, I freak out because there's a dude wearing nothing but socks and like a poor excuse. I think it was a t-shirt for pants and he's fat and he's sitting on a bucket and I freak out. I go, pa, and I go, Oh, I'm sorry, man. Like I didn't like, I was like, Oh geez. You're like, I didn't expect to see anybody here. And he's like, why are you scared? Is it cause I'm, and he did this. He goes, he raises his hand. He goes, homeless. And I'm like, no, like I just didn't expect to see anyone. He's like, Oh, so you're scary. And he gets off of his bucket and he, he chases me. And it wasn't like a mile down the road, but like he, he chases me probably a good 20, 30 yards going, oogity, boogity, oogity, boogity, oogity, boogity, oogity, boogity. I, I cannot tell you enough. I was dying. I not at the time. I was scared shitless at the time because this shirtless man wearing a t-shirt for pants is screaming oogity boogity at me as he's running along train tracks. You know, when he dies, he's probably going to come haunt your house. He's probably going to specifically find you. I I literally, like, I felt so bad when I jumped. I felt so bad when I jumped because I was just like, he was like, I'm just sitting here. Mm. Like, I was like, it's not because you're homeless. It's because I, I didn't expect to see anyone like, in the woods where I've never seen anybody before. Like, I, yeah, I was like, at that point, I'd run there so many times. Like, I've never seen that. he was a ghost before. already? I haven't, I have not run there since, and I will not run there anymore. Sure. It could have been, dude. Some ghosts are weird. I, maybe that's dude. why he only chased you like 20 or 30 yards. What he's haunting the bucket he was sitting on? Maybe that spot, dude. That'd be so fun. We should go back there and check it out. <gasps> oh that'd my be the god, ghost, that's ghost where we're gonna ghost hunt. We're gonna ghost tracks. hunt in those woods. You guys are going to go. No, you're coming with us. Oh no, no, man, you're coming with. Hang on, let, let me just finish. Okay. You mean to tell me you two are going to fly and or drive to Pennsylvania? We're already going there. We are going to collectively walk down eight miles of active train tracks 
into the woods to find the homeless man sitting on his bucket asking him if he is a ghost. No, that seems like a good idea. I don't know what we're going to find. I don't know what we're going to find. I'm down to go ghost hunting, but we have to have a good spot for it. That's fair. That's fair. We need to we need to find a good location for that. And it can and it cannot be somewhere that is like trespassing. Right. Because I I because like there is yeah, not about that. Cemetery. There there used to be an abandoned hospital that right. like literally they like picked up and left and like all these patient files and like like needles and like i mean like i'm talking like 50s style hospital so like it was like weird retro creepy if that makes any sense mm-hmm. and people used to break into it all the time and there's like live wires hanging from the ceiling so people used to like walk into a wire they couldn't see and like electrocute themselves and die God. and like homeless people were squatting in it all the time 1000 percent, that hospital would be haunted now oh dude people have died it has to be People have died in there. There's like homeless people that are in there all the time. It's a big drug, or it was, they tore it down, but like it's, it, it was a big drug place. Like people go in there and like literally people would tell you it was super illegal. Cops like were pretty much stationed there all the time. Yeah. And they would literally tell you if you go in there, avoid this hallway and this hallway. That's where the homeless people are. If you don't bug them, they won't bother you. It was like the wilderness. It's like, Jeez. oh yeah, don't mess with the bears. Don't bother <laughs> them. They won't bother you. Wow. Literally, they were like, oh, yeah, don't just don't talk to the homeless people. Walk past them. Don't acknowledge them. Don't look at them in the eye, and they won't care. There you go. Well, we got a lot on our plate, and I think that's a good spot to call it here. Yeah. A lot of, uh, a lot of things happened. The White episode. Sox suck. The Vikings Matt was great. <laughs> Matt doesn't know his Vikings Matt as well as he Matt needs to learn some stuff before September. Yeah. It's okay. Uh, we got time. Tony LaRusso doesn't deserve a lounge. Tony LaRusso shouldn't be allowed 100 feet near a lounge. Um, we're going ghost hunting at some point. And, we're hey, going to get Matthew on Velocicoaster. In 22 days, we're going ghost hunting. There you go. All right. There you go. Game, set, match. All like right. us, share us. Five stars. Like, like comment, share, subscribe. Oh, yeah. Uh, and just always remember, burgers are better with the boys. And if you have any great locations that you want to see us ghost hunt. In, in the, it's not in, trespassing, not illegal. In the Pittsburgh area, in the Pittsburgh area of Pencil, P- Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, any good ghost hunting, non-trespassing, non-illegal. I thought we were talking about Pittsburgh, Idaho, so thanks for clarifying. That's good. And we'll check it out. Yeah. Peace. Peace. Yeah.